Sir, I think I've got enough data to determine a link between the output of gamma radiation from the portal and the size of the manifestation that occurs. How are you measuring size? Are you using volume? Mass, sir. What statistical test did you use? Spearman's rank correlation coefficient. The result came out showing that there's very likely a correlation. Positive or negative? Positive. The more gamma radiation, the heavier the manifestation. That's very interesting. What we'll have to determine is whether it's the radiation that causes the mass of the manifestation, or the mass that causes the radiation. My theory is that the EM rays given off are determined by the properties of the manifestation itself. That does seem the more likely option. Another thing to add on to our growing list of factors to investigate. If we can... Jesus! I was not expecting that. The alarm sounded preemptively. Nothing's come through yet. Wait. What is that? Uh, the alarm, Simon. Turn off the alarm. Is... is that coming from the portal? Yes, I believe it is. Sir, the portal has never made any sound before. I am aware of that, Simon. Goodness, it's rather mellifluous, isn't it? It's annoying, more like. Wait, don't you think... could the sound be the manifestation? It's possible, I suppose, but... No, look there. Something's coming through, a sort of mist, do you see? Yes, uh, it's coalescing. What is that? It's a person, Simon. We've never had a humanoid manifestation before. Dad? What do you mean, Dad? That was my mother. That was definitely my father, sir. No, it was not. That was not your mother. That was... Oh. Oh, I know what's happening. Do share, Simon, because my mother, who I might add is dead, just walked out of that portal, dissolved into mist and disappeared through a vent. That... that thing is appearing as our parents. I saw it as my father, you saw it as your mother. Which must mean... Oh, God. It must mean that for someone out there, their parent is their nightmare. That's horrific. Horrific indeed. Salute, soldier. Oh my god, father. I mean, sorry, I wasn't expecting you. This is a surprise inspection. You won't have been notified. I'm blown away, really, father. I can't believe they spared a general for this little base. I asked to come specifically, and we're on duty, Urian. It's sir, not father. Of course. My apologies. But in that case, sir, it's Captain. What did you say to me? It's not Urian, if we're being official, sir. On duty I am not your daughter, I am your subordinate. Of course. You're right, Captain. 
Now, on to what I've come to say. What sort of an operation do you think you're running here? Sir? You heard me. I've read the reports. Injured on your first day, personnel wandering off. Do you have no control over your charges? These are civilians, sir, not soldiers. They're not used to following orders. Then you whip them into shape. You bring them under your thumb. I got you this rank. I got you this post. I thought you could handle it. It appears that I was wrong. Sir, with all due respect, this is my first solo command. I'm learning. You do not have the privilege of making mistakes, girl. Now listen. You know they're already considering shutting this place down. They're what? Captain Farrowfield, the manifestation is loose in the base. Be wary of it. It appears to be posing as our parents. Acknowledged, Doctor. Thanks for the heads up. You're not real. <laughs> of course, how could you be real? My father would never have the time or inclination to come out here. Think what you will of me. Real or not, I'm saying what you know to be true. Maybe. But if you're not real, then I can say this to you. I did not want this rank. I did not want fast-tracking to the top. You did that for me without asking. And what I wanted was to work my way up on my own merit. To prove myself worthy by my own actions and mine alone. But what I got was nepotism. And snide comments for the rest of my career about how I only have my position because of who you are. And now, I'm going to talk with my subordinates, who do respect me, by the way. Do not try to follow me. And especially do not try while you still look like my father. Alright, Doctor, an explanation, please, because I have just had a most unpleasant experience and I want to know what is going on here. So it found you then? Yes, it found me. It pretended to be my father, said some really rather unpleasant things, and as I walked away it dissolved into mist. We know very little about it, Captain. It appeared to me and Dr. Barraclough looking like my father and his mother, so we know it can take multiple forms at once, somehow. But that's pretty much the extent of our knowledge. Me and Juniper came when we heard the alarm. But we've got no clue how to contain the thing. Yeah, if it just dissolves into mist, then what use are we? It's all stuff we'll have to figure out. Maybe if we know what kind of nightmare it is, that'll give us an idea? Captain, you're the one of us with most experience of it so far. What did it do when it found you? Did it try to hurt you? Not physically, but emotionally, yes. It waxed lyrical about what a failure to the base I am. So it's trying to make us feel bad about ourselves. Perhaps it isn't geared towards fear, but self-hatred? Olwyn? Hello, love. I've had Dr. Baraclough's mellow. I know you're not real. Real or not, it doesn't matter. I look like your ma, I sound like your ma, and I know what she thinks, what I think of you. What are you doing with your life, Olwyn? I'm living it. And doing that well, thank you. You're a smart girl. I expected you to make something of yourself. I'm a doctor, Ma. How is that not a success? No, no hospital. Not a proper doctor. You're just mothering this lot. I sewed up Farrowfield's leg. And how often does that opportunity arise? To be a real doctor. I am a real doctor. There's not a single other dwarf on this base, Oh, Owen. now here we come to this. Joy of joys. You think you're a dwarf, don't you? When you've never been down a mine in your life. Oh yeah, because Thatcher's pit closures were my fault. I was two when we left Wales, Ma. There's not much opportunity for mining in Greenwich. I'm just saying, love, it takes more than that fancy beard you're sporting to be a dwarf. 
Can you tell me the difference between metamorphic igneous and sedimentary rock? You know I can't. But can you name all the bones in your body, Mum? Because that's something I can do. I am a dwarf. I'm from a mining lineage. And just because that is not my career does not mean I am not dwarfish. And anyway, none of this matters because you are not real. And I'm sick of this conversation. Dr. Barraclough, the things in my infirmary. We're on our way, Doctor. My ma doesn't think what you're saying. That's not her. Oh, she wouldn't say it out loud, I'm sure. But you know in your heart that she thinks it. Do you remember when you were choosing your A-levels? Do you remember her face when you told her you weren't taking geology? Stop it. Do you remember when your brothers went to that workshop on oars and you couldn't make it because of your chair? She said it was all right, but you- I said stop it! She gave up on you after the accident. After she knew her baby girl would never make it down her mine. It's us, Doctor. Are you alright? Yes, I'm fine. But I'm... I'm glad she... It... Is gone. Right. We're convening in the canteen. I don't want anyone alone where they can be targeted by that thing. Everyone's here except Fee. If he doesn't have his comm on him, then he'd better be prepared for the wrath of Farrowfield. It didn't find you, did it, Fee? No, Captain. Good. So that means only Dr. Limeworker and I have been targeted so far. Did you see how it flickered before it dissolved when we went into the infirmary? It must struggle to keep all its different forms when loads of people are seeing it. That might be an angle to subdue it. That is, if we can somehow trap it to stop it dissolving as soon as there's more than one person. I may be able to find a spell to that effect. And once it's pinned, we can monitor it. I would dearly like to know what magic is involved to let it maintain those multiple perceptions. Olivia, Simon, go with Dr. Barraclough to look at spells. The rest of us will figure out how to lure it in to trap it. There's a book of spells in my room, Michael's Compendium. Will you two fetch it for me? I don't think Captain Farrowfield would like it if we left you here, sir. We'll make the most efficient use of our time if I continue to look through the database. I'll be fine. I'm really not sure. Go, please. He wants us to, Simon. Come on. Hello, Edward. Hello, Mother. Why did you make them go, darling? Because I wanted to talk to you. Why? You never did when I was alive. I needed to tell you that I'm done. I'm free of you. Really, Edward? You think that's true? You think I don't have any power over you now? Yes. Not even if I do this? There. I think that rather proves my point. That doesn't prove anything. It's an instinctual reaction. You're telling me you'd flinch if just anyone raised their hand in front of you? (laughs) Edward, darling, I think that's rather sad. I'm disappointed, you know. Oh, I do know. We've had this conversation so many times, I know the script by heart. You never wanted me to take magic. Well, I've made a career from it. I'm a successful man. All because I forged your signature on my O-level choices. It's not that. What? Ah, you're rather taken aback, aren't you? You prepared yourself for that argument. Edward, you didn't visit me while I was dying. I was alone. I had no one, not even my only child. I couldn't... You couldn't? You couldn't mend the bridge that you burned just for one last visit? You made that impossible. Impossible? To take one day to see your ailing mother? 
It wasn't my fault that you were alone. Your inability to keep any sort of meaningful relationship with anyone is your doing, not mine, and I am done. All right? I am done blaming myself for your failings as a mother. Doctor, we heard shouting. Are you all right? Yes, but the thing found me. I said it would. I needed to talk to it. I know it wasn't really my mother, but there were things I'd never said to her in life, and this was the next best way to give myself closure. Right. Yeah, I, I get it. It's hard losing a loved one. Loved one. Yes. I have a spell, Captain. It's used to contain semi-corporeal bodies. I think it will hold it. Excellent. How does it work? More chalk circles, and yes, I know how much you like those. We need some way to lure it in. Have you had any luck thinking of one? No, more's the pity. All we can think of is putting someone in alone to act as bait. But we're also pretty sure that no one here is willing to put themselves in a position to have something that looks like their parent tell them how awful they are. I'll do it. What? I said I'll do it. It'll be unpleasant, yeah, but I'll get over it. Are you sure? If you have any misgivings, then I won't make you. I said I'll be alright. Set the trap. I'll get it to walk right in. Alright, I'm alone. Come and find me, whatever you are. Olivia? All right, Dad. I'll do. I'm not here to talk about me, love. How's the job treating you? Not bad. It's hard work, but hey. Far hard work. Mm. We didn't want that for you, love. I know. You wanted to see me in some cushy office job. Yeah, look where you are instead. Married with a child at 19. Cooking, cleaning to get by. We wanted better than this. We thought you were better than this. No. What? I said no. My dad doesn't think like this. My dad thinks the bloody sun shines out my ass. Now listen, what was this? What, what, what have you done to me? All right, everyone. We've got it. You can come in now. Everyone, listen to me. What this thing is saying is not what your parents think of you. How could it know what they think? They're not here. It's just taking your own self-doubts and parroting them back at you. Your parents love you, all right? Excuse me. Should someone go after him? Uh, I will. Can you set up the monitors? Of course. Doctor, are you alright? I'm fine. This encounter didn't bring up any old insecurities at all. I'm sorry about what I said. I didn't stop to think that it might not be true for everyone. You couldn't have known. I've been very private about it. Do you need to talk or...? Yes. And I will, but not now, and please do not take offence at this, not with you. You're 19 years old, Olivia, and already dealing with more than you should have to at your age. I won't burden you with my past trauma as well. All right, but will you talk to someone? Uh, what about Dr. Limeworker, or maybe see a therapist when the project's done? Promise me? <laughs> a therapist? Good Lord. I thought I was handling it well, but I wasn't handling it. I was just ignoring it. And? I promise I will talk to someone, Olivia. Good. Now, you want to see what sort of readings that thing's given us? I do indeed. This is a new type of manifestation, and I dearly want to know how it works.
Simon and I want to apologise for our lateness to supper. The manifestation just dissipated and we got distracted finalising our readings. No problem. Pull up a seat, it's toad in the hole. Oh, lovely. So, did anything interesting come out of it? A lot. It still needs processing, but the quantity of spells working together on that thing to make it work is frankly staggering. Do you think something could have caused this new type? It's a possibility. But it could also be that we just haven't seen anything like this before, and there's no particular trigger. The whole concept was freaky, I'm telling you that. You don't need to. Those of us that experienced didn't know it full well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't even corner me, but this is the first time something genuinely creepy has come out of the portal. Sure, it's scary in the moment when a monster's after you, and I had a good few nightmares after the bug fiasco, but still. I hope it's not the start of a trend. Oh, don't say that, you'll jinx it. Nightmare Portal is written and produced by May Norwood. It stars John George Wood as Dr. Edward Barraclough, Tom Hepworth as Simon Green, May Norwood as Olivia Jacobs, Rihanna Shergold as Captain Urian Farrowfield, Hannah Lydon as Dr. Alwyn Limeworker, Amber Kirkland as Juniper, Frankie Curry as Kralcor, and Isaac Norwood as Fee. Additional voices in this episode were provided by members of the cast, with Martin Curry as Gary Jacobs. The logo was designed by Frankie Curry. Our music is by Teridium. You can find more of his work by searching Teridium, that's P-T-E-R-I-D-I-U-M, on SoundCloud. For sound effect credits, please visit our Tumblr. You can support the Nightmare Portal by following us on Tumblr at Nightmare Portal Podcast, Twitter at Nightmare Portal, liking us on Facebook at the Nightmare Portal Podcast, and most of all by rating and reviewing us wherever you listen. It really helps us reach a wider audience and will totally make our day.